Hello, everyone. I'm Holly. And I'm Sydney. And welcome to You You Don't Don't Have to Finish It. This is a podcast from the Bath County Memorial Library. And we're here today to tell you about our second book we read. Yes. Yes, this is our second episode, our second book. Um, And we're very excited because this genre is our shared genre. Yes. (laughs) Uh, This book, um, Artemis by Andy Weir, is a sci-fi. Sci-fi and fantasy. I love them. Yes, me too. Um, (laughs) That's pretty much my entire home library. Yes. (laughs) So I guess there's one question we should answer. Yes. Did you finish it? Of course I finished yes, it. Yes, I did too. <laughs> I, don't yes, think, I, I don't think anyone was going to have a doubt that we were going to finish this one. No, no, probably not. No, we definitely finished it. Yes, I really did. enjoyed it. I did too. Um, I mean, you know, we, we could end there, but we want to tell you about it. So yes. We don't, we don't want to end it. Anything about this book. Um, we'll start off with the author. Yes. Uh, Andy Weir has written... Um, Several books. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's kind of just started in the last few years, but um, his he's pretty much sci-fi. Mm-hmm. He's got three out right now. Three out. Mm-hmm. All of them are sci-fi. Uh-huh. Um, if you've heard of The Martian, you know who Andy Weir is. Exactly. And if you didn't read the book, you might have seen the movie with yes. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Um, but the book was really good, and you know all the all the sci-fi. Sciencey stuff is in it. Yeah, it's really. Stuff. I really enjoyed it because um, they did a good job of like building the world that they're in around yes. that science. It's not fantasy sci-fi. It's no. not like Star Wars mumbo yeah. jumbo. The flux capacitor is not working. It's yeah. like got some actual science in it. Yes, like some it's like real, real world. How would it be possible if we were to actually live on the moon? Yes. It really feels like he did his research on that. Oh yes, yes. Um, so well, let's let's talk about yes. Let's um, talk about uh, it one of the things that uh, the Kentucky Library of Archives does is mm-hmm. that they send us these books, um, and they come with discussion questions. They do. So we're excited to start those this week. Um, the first one is about our protagonist. Yes. Um, how would you describe Jazz Bashira? Well, she's very, very feisty. Yes. Uh, she's very, very intelligent. Um, has a bit of a foul mouth. Yes. PG-13 so, people. Yes. PG-13. So we should say it's PG-13. And maybe that maybe we should, or maybe I should tell you too, uh, as someone who has read several of his books, you know, t- this one this one has a little more in it than yeah. his others. It's got so. some innuendo stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely PG-13. Yes, yes. Um, she's super... Hot-headed, um, mm-hmm. yes, flippant, kind of, kind of, yeah. Um, uh, she's she's a criminal. She is. Yeah, this the is books, a, the books, kind of a. It's a heist. It's a novel. Heist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not just a sci-fi. This is how we live on the moon. This is a. This is how we yeah. do some so shady we, things on yeah. the moon. <laughs> so Jazz is actually a smuggler, sticking to the Star Wars theme, I guess. Yeah. Um, some Han Solo vibes. Yeah. Um, she's a smuggler. She works. Her like cover job is like a a, <laughs> a, a delivery driver. Yes. But in between those deliveries, she sneaks in some maybe some things that aren't allowed on a moon mm-hmm. uh, like 
say cigars or fancy it's flammable you know yeah. yeah yeah they make a big deal about it in the book like it's flammable on the moon things yes. will catch fire so um she works for this kind of shady businessman mm-hmm. who who um who's fun he's fun he's a fun character yeah <laughs> um she's kind of just does what she wants mm-hmm. spontaneous yeah um she she gets herself involved in a smuggling a uh, aluminum smelting scheme. That's how that's like aluminum is super important on the moon in the book. And yeah, that's kind of how they break down how like some of the science works mm-hmm. and things like that. And it, it's interesting that um, you know things that we may consider important here that it's not that important there. And yeah, some of the things that were like oh well we'll just throw you know. Well, I mean, you know, talk about aluminum. Yeah. Um, Just seeing kind of... Yeah. Your rentals wrap, throw it away. Super important on the moon, apparently. Exactly. (laughs) Um, There's also, um, like, different... That goes a little bit into the 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 third question we have here. So before we get into, like, what the moon base is like... Yeah. um, We mentioned that she's super smart. um, Yes. And a lot of the characters in the book they make mention of that. Yeah, they, they talk point about that out. It. Yeah. Um, they uh, can't understand why she is the way she is. If she's so super smart, why does she stay in? Because, like, her whole motivation is she wants to get rich. Yes. But she stays in this low paying job. Um, when she had the opportunity to work with her father, father as a welder, mm-hmm. and that's like a decent paying job on the moon. I, yeah, obviously yeah. welding really important. It's very important. You got you got to fix things that are broken because that's life and death for everyone. Yes, don't want like a vacuum. No, no, uh, don't so, want anything yeah, to break. So, and he's well respected. Yeah, he's a well respected, um, um, very honest, um, very honest man. Yeah, they're yeah. actually um, the one of their character traits is that they're um, Muslim, and yes. um, uh, Jazz is sort of she doesn't really follow that. Religion She's anymore, not or yeah, no, not practicing. Doesn't really care. Meanwhile, on her father, on the other hand, builds like a specific invention so he can pray in the correct direction. Yes, when to he needs to setting sun. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it was um, it was just a very cool like that's just a little yeah, character trait, world building kind of thing that yeah. I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some interesting. She's made some interesting life decisions. The mm-hmm. book kind of goes through her struggles as a child. She's always kind of been, but doesn't a little make them delinquent. Yeah, yeah. She always, yeah, yeah. A little, 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 little bit of always a hothead. Yeah, kind <laughs> of. Yeah. Um, is she? So that being said, um, she's got these opportunities to you know make a career in life and like take the straight path. Does that make her? Someone that you can actually root for when you read the book. Does she have a moral compass? Is she hard to like because she's so antagonistic sometimes? Um, for me, it no. Um, I think because uh, we wrote so well as to keep her character the same yeah. all the way throughout. Um, you know, she didn't have just this big. Oh my gosh! Moment, I am so too intelligent to be doing this. It was, yeah. it was pretty much, you know, she was who she, she was all the way through, the whole way through. And, and I mean, she was fairly likable. I mean, yeah, she, she almost got like an underdog type of she quality. Does. Yeah, she she was my underdog. She became my underdog. As you read the book, um, you find out that like the 
equality in the moon is not so great. There's yeah. like super rich people, like no middle class, yeah. and like just a bunch of poor people. She exactly. talks about her motivation being to get rich because she lives in like what she calls a coffin apartment. Exactly. And if you're wondering what we mean by that, uh, that's pretty much how it sounds to me and the way it read. Yeah. Um, she, she like couldn't stand up and it's like no. this little like four by four room is almost how I imagined it. She sh- communal baths. Commun- yeah, communal you know. bathrooms didn't have her own space. Pushing past people just to get to the Yeah, bathroom. like chest to chest yeah. too. She talked about how yeah, like how the small. hall yeah. the hallways are super small in the mm-hmm. poorer quarters where like all the workers are. Yeah. And then as you get to like the touristy levels because of course there's tourism yeah. on the moon. Exactly. Um Things are spaced out. They spaced out. They look a lot nicer. There's like, you know, a whole mall in there. Yeah, and tourists don't really go anywhere else. They go... And like certain... certain, The businessman that we mentioned that she's actually working for, Mm -hmm. um, he's super eccentric so he wants his fancy cigars and fancy yes. robes and oh he's got this like personal water heater that other people don't have or yeah. he can light things on fire in his room because he paid for the special materials that keep your room from being flammable <laughs> like yeah so that's he another has, he has a, a special airlock <laughs> yes and that's another like um kudos to Andy yeah. Weir because he really put thought into the world and yeah, like and how, how the things class would systems actually work. Would work. Yeah. There's an entire different currency on the moon. Yeah. And we've already kind of tran- transitioned into it, but question three is what is the moon city like? Yeah. Like it, it's just, it was honestly one of my favorite parts of the book because yeah, reading what's different and what's, you know, like we mentioned earlier, what's important and what's not what's so not important. important. Um, um, yeah, it was just, uh, the main character talks about how she could never live on Earth again because she went to the moon when she was six. So mm-hmm. she would have to learn how to walk in gravity. Yeah, like, exactly. So, I mean, all those, I mean, you don't, you don't really I, think I've about seen, it, but yeah, those I've muscles and things. of astronauts who come back from Earth and they'll be talking with their hands and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen one guy, he holds up a cup and then the cup just falls and he looks up to go, where did my cup float? And he realized that it's, it's, it's crashed to the ground because yeah. of gravity. Like from six years old, that's crazy to yeah. live in zero gravity. Like mm-hmm. your body would have to develop totally different. Yeah, and not just overnight or a couple of days. Yeah. This is weeks and weeks of rehabilitation. Yeah, it was uh, very fascinating. To do. And that's actually one of the punishments for things that they do is they yes. get if you deported. get caught doing like they're super. So because it's different. Mm-hmm. than it is like living in the U.S. They have their own set of rules and stuff. And yeah. pretty much if you get caught doing anything, say like, I don't know, smuggling, you're <laughs> going back to Earth. Um, yep. so, you are deported back to Earth. Yes. So. And our, of course, our shady businessman, yes. who's such an eccentric character, mm-hmm. um, hires Jazz and well, yes. she gets involved in that smuggling aluminum operation. Yeah, and she's quick to jump at it, even though... I think that's the, where a lot of her intelligence comes from. Yeah. Is, I mean, she just... She, I mean, she'll even have when when you're reading and you're reading her thoughts some of her thoughts are like why am i agreeing to this why am right. i doing this? this is stupid you know like i could have made she's better like, decisions yeah let's go <laughs> she's like she's it's almost like oh, i could have made better decisions i didn't here i'll get myself out of it anyway yeah we'll do it this way um so i think that's where a lot of her intelligence comes from is is macgyvering herself out yes. of these situations oh yes and she she does quite a bit of that and it's interesting to see mm-hmm. so if you like um, macgyver you might like this book too <laughs> 
action packed. Yes. Um. There's a lots and lots there's of There's a little bit of romance, and there's a, a ton little. of characters. Yeah. Lots of characters. Lots of characters. Lots um, of diverse characters. Yeah. Lots of LGBTQ plus people. Um. There's actually some tension. Mm-hmm. Um. For some dramatic reasons. Uh. Between. Uh. That character and Jazz. Mm-hmm. Um. And then. And you kind of find it out through bits and pieces. There's some. Yeah. I just think he wrote it really well, and the pacing is pretty good, which leads us to our next question. Yes. Um, the book kind of ends sort of abruptly. However, um, did you think it worked? Are you satisfied uh, yeah. with the way it ended? I am. Uh, I, I liked it. Yeah, I am too. I mean, yes, it, you could kind of left room to see what else happens it was kind of open-ended but i liked it that way yeah at at the same time it you know it was a good ending i mean yeah it could end there too sometimes sometimes i have like trouble getting into like a huge series of books so i i really enjoyed that this one was especially since i'm getting back into reading Mm -hmm. i'm I'm enjoyed that this one was a one-shot story just like beginning to end and i read it super fast mm-hmm. i think it took me like a day or two yeah yeah it took me a little longer just because i had two or three to read with me but yeah no. that's that's, okay. that's the way it goes yeah, open yeah. up a book and then you open up like 12 more oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs> which one do i finish first yeah. and the answer is eventually none of them <laughs> <laughs> i did finish this one thinking i did much. finish this <laughs> one and you know what you don't have to <laughs> um okay so um this one's a little for y- more for you yes um because uh, you're more familiar with Andy Weir. Mm-hmm. We talked about it a little bit in the beginning, but how does this compare to his other work? Um, as we far as the pacing, equal. Um, yeah. I mean, he's very... I, I love his pacing. I think that's why he's become one of my favorite authors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his pacing, his his characters... Every one of his characters have been, for me, they felt different. You know, That's the, what I was going to say. You mentioned yeah. that his characters were just like, it's not, uh, I've, it's not basically the same protagonist. No, it's not. Uh, you know, the Martian, we had the, the astronaut who was loved by his crew and he mm-hmm. got left behind. Um, and in this one, we've got like a foul mouth, yes. and this one, we've got a hot headed, foul mouth, spicy lady. Yes, little, little too is what from yeah, she was little, petite little lady. Um, and then in his newest book, which came out in April or May, I can't remember the exact date, I almost want to say April, but anyway, um, Project Hail Mary. I mean, you have a another science guy, um, who finds himself in a Odd situation, but he starts as a middle school high uh, middle school uh, science teacher, and That's so very he different had, from a smuggler. <laughs> it's very different from a smuggler, and also you know he doesn't really have a potty mouth. You know he yeah. might let loose a I remember one or two little that. ones, um, what I call little curse words, but nothing <laughs> like like uh, the others, and you know he makes up his own. Yeah. That's uh, I mean, you know, you know, gosh darn it, and you know, stuff yeah. like that. Because he has Who, to watch what I'm he gonna, says. In his, I'm going to rat his... on my family a little bit. Uh, my <laughs> mother's favorite swear word is poodle. <laughs> poodle, like the dog. Yeah. I'll just hear her. I'll hear like something thunk in the kitchen, and I'll just hear oh poodle, like just <laughs> sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's kind of that's kind of the way he is in that book too. So it's it's interesting to go through and read these, and 
you know, see the author. Make sure really, his characters are are even though he's writing as science based characters, yeah, he's still keeping them different. Yeah, and and I they've like all that. got their own personality traits. Yes. Like that's another thing to mention. Um, he's got all these diverse characters in this particular mm-hmm. book, but that's not like their one defining attribute. Yes, it's yeah, not just like we just stuck mean anything. You know, we just stuck this LGBTQ character in because we need a checkbox or something like that. Yeah. There's actual. Like reasons for reasons people for them. to be where they're supposed yeah. to be, and they're good at their jobs. And, and it's also just kind of like it's it's a good mix between like this is not their only personality trait, and it's just yeah, this is what it is because that's mm-hmm. how humanity is. We're yeah, all exactly. different. We're all different. And yeah, he does a good job of doing that. And I in think I'm going to really enjoy reading more of his stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's also kind of hard for me to find like authors I like because I don't know where to start. Yeah. So um, I I definitely like his writing, his mm-hmm. pacing. Um, I think I will be reading more of his all of his stuff. characters mm-hmm. have. Uh, for those of you who are still you know are are kind of interested, uh, his characters you know they all have this this sense of humor. This humanity is what this and for human sci-fi quality. i'm not sure about the other two but for at least this one sci-fi wise like it's not they're not throwing a ton of math at your head like yeah. it's very easy to understand and um i think maybe my only critique was that he mentions certain aspects of that like how things work a couple times over mm. I'm caught between does it actually help the reader understand more or is it just a little repetitive like sometimes I'd be reading through and I'd be like, oh yeah, I did kind of forget. That's why they have to do this because yeah. um, if there's any kind of flame, it'll like explode or, and he, so I don't know. That was, uh, that was maybe my only critique that I had. Um, that maybe the sign. It did not sign, detract for me. Because yeah. It's not it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. I was going to say if I was reading through it and I read it, it wasn't something that I was like, Ugh, I already knew that. Thank you. Uh, you know, I want to say maybe it's because I got impatient towards the actiony bits. And oh, I was yeah. like, I just need to know if they <laughs> I survive. Just need to know if, they, if anybody dies, we're yes, I need to know. Ellie, like Ellie. they're running around in the vacuum of space, <laughs> and like there's a crack in the spacesuit. What are we gonna do? You know what I mean? Like I need to. Yeah. I don't. I don't care how the spacesuit works at that point. Mm-hmm. I w- I want to know if she lives. <laughs> yes, and you'll just have to read it. That to find is out. a theme in Andy Weir's books too. Yes. I mean it. In the Martian, um, actually, the first sentence is a uh, is just to warn you ahead of time. It's PG thirteen. Actually, it might be an R one. Uh, uh, the first sentence, you know, kind of fits the rest of the book. Um, mm-hmm. But it, he starts in immediately. I mean, with it, like the life and death situation. With the, like the life and death situation, wow. and he does that for all of them. He's well, it's that a, with all of them. I don't mind because I definitely it's kept a hook. Me, it gets yeah, you in. It got me into the book for sure. Yeah. If it starts too slow, I'll just put it aside. I'll put it aside. Yeah, yeah. but I really enjoyed it. I think yeah. it was a good book. Yeah. Um, it's definitely rereadable too. Yes, it is. It is one that can be re reread and. And uh, you find new things and you realize new things as you go along. Mm-hmm. Um, we do still have it for a few more days. Uh, probably the next week it'll be going out. Mm-hmm. It'll go back, back going to back Frankfurt to... on yep. the 6th. So if you think you can read it by that time and have it back to us, please come in and grab your copy. We do have our own copy at the library that you yes, can that we don't check have to out. Back that we don't to have to check, uh, send back. And you can check that out for two weeks and renew it as long as mm-hmm. no one has it on hold. So, Sydney. This brings us to the long-awaited moment. What are we reading next? What are we reading next? And before Sydney gets into this, parents pay attention. 
This is a book that is on the eighth grade reading list for Bath County this year. Uh, So if you're interested in reading something along with your child or your child wants to get ahead of the curve... I think it would be a great yes. book to read with your kid. Yeah. Um, it's also going to be, I think it'll be pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a poetry book. <gasps> Before everybody Every, freaks out. <laughs> Every page is a poem mm-hmm. about this woman's life. Um The title of the book is called Brown Girl Dreaming by Jacqueline Woodson. And the story follows Jacqueline Mm -hmm. um, as she grows up in the 1960s and 70s um, during all of those race issues and how, you know, there were still like leftover Jim Crow laws and things like that. Um, She grew up in both the North and the South. um, And there's a little... Uh, blurb from the book it says in the south kids teased her and her siblings about their northern way of talking and in Brooklyn being a Jehovah's Witness meant following the rules their friends didn't understand but through all their journeying there was always one constant a deep family love and pride that made each Woodson stand up a little taller and shine a little brighter so I think this book is going to be very powerful, emotionally packed. Um, it sounds like it's going to be interesting. I, it, I'm I'm interested in reading it. Usually, poetry is hit or miss. Yeah, with me. So I'm hopeful. I'm <laughs> super artsy fartsy. So I'm a sucker for poetry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I think it'll be. I think it's going to be a fun read. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's visually entertaining the way that they've laid the book out. Um, and I just from even like, flipped through it, yet, yeah, so. I just flipped through it, and it looks very pretty. Like it's oh, an okay. aesthetically pleasing. Like even the pages are like they kind of look like that old. They look like a, a storytelling oh, book yeah. kind of okay. thing. Let's they have that feel to it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I think it's going to be a really cool book. Um, it is. Today, one of today's most highly acclaimed writers, as she shares her unforgettable story of her childhood in mesmerizing and inspiring verse. So I think it'll be a cool, easy. I, I definitely think like I could have read this with my parents before bed mm-hmm. or something like that, and um, just relaxing. Like I wanted to just judging by the book's cover, I want to <laughs> take which you're not supposed to do, but whatever. Um, I want to take this to the beach and just read it. Just sit and read. Yeah. Now watch it make me cry too. Then I'll uh, just be ugly crying in public. <laughs> yeah, we'll discuss that if it does. By the way, um, well, we thank you, yes, everyone, thank you for, for listening. listening, and we hope that you will join us again next time as we do episode three, three. with um, Brown Girl Dreaming and find out if we've read it or if uh, we didn't finish exactly. it. I think I'll finish this one. You think I'll finish this? One? I think. I think. (laughs) (laughs) And we will see you next time. Exactly. Bye-bye.